Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Bravo East Coast Housewives. I'm your girl, Kim. What's up? I am just kicking it. Still in Pittsburgh. However, I am going back to Chicago in like a day. So, all my Chicago people, hello, I'm coming back. Yes, let's hang out. But wait, no, we can't hang out because COVID is still fucking here. I'm kind of over it. And I know that I'm not the only one that's over it. We're all over it. COVID-19, get the fuck away. We don't want you here anymore. We never wanted you in the first place. What the hell? So yeah, guys, I am going back to Chicago in the next day or two, and I'm excited to go back just to see what the hell has been up there. Been keeping in touch with some of my Chi-Town friends, seeing what's going on there, and they've told me not really a lot has uh, changed. Obviously, they're in phases as opposed to in Pittsburgh. We're doing more of like colors for whatever reason. So I guess phase four is like the good thing that things are opening up in Chicago, which is cool. I'm not gonna lie. Next time I eat in an actual restaurant with a bunch of people, pretty sure that's gonna be a while, I do have to say. I'm not anxious. Well, I am anxious to go to a place. I want my margarita, goddammit, at my favorite Mexican place. Hello, Fiesta Mexicana. Hello. But I don't think that I'm going to be doing a sit-down dinner anytime soon at any of the restaurants, unfortunately. I'm just too fucking freaked out. I'm too freaked out. But that's why they make Grubhub. That's why they do pickup. So your girl's going to do that shit because I'm not the best cook in the world, but I can do okay. I can do okay. <sighs> so yeah, that's COVID updates. Obviously things are getting a little bit scarier. Everything was kind of chill and now all of a sudden it's getting up again with the numbers. All I'm saying is just wear your damn mask, okay? It's really not that hard. And yes, they're fucking annoying. I know. But the sooner we can get back to a relatively normal life, but what does that even mean anymore, realistically? Just wear your goddamn mask. That's all I'm asking. That's all the world is asking. Okay, just wear your mask. All right, that's enough of my rant about COVID. This is a Bravo show, honey, and we are talking all Bravo, okay? Crazy thing is, not a lot is going on with Bravo at the moment. I mean, Married to Medicine was back on yesterday, and let's see, they have Below Deck tonight, and then finally, uh, the New York Housewives, yay, returning with a new episode on Thursday. I'm so excited. Aren't you excited? Yeah. So I'm excited. Yes. Tinsley's gone. Boo. But I'm going to be looking for her ass in Chicago when I go back, okay? So, Tinsley, I'm looking for you, honey. New York on Thursday. We won't see Beverly Hills gals until after the 4th of July. So, July 8th is whenever they're going to be coming back. So, we're just going to have to sit a little tight and, uh, you know, just anticipate for whenever we can see the real shit that goes down between Denise and Brandy Glanville. 
ew. Her name is just gross to me. And I think she just wants to be relevant. I mean, really, what the hell has she done since she's been? What the hell does she do? I don't understand how Bravo got her. Like, where the hell did she come from? I don't even know what she does. Is is she an actress? I have no idea because I don't really care about her. Okay. I don't wish ill things to her. I don't do that. I'm not that type of bitch. Okay. But I'm just trying to figure out what's her relevance to the show. I mean, she's obviously pretty good at being evil. Yeah, that is kind of good. It's good for the show. But like, she's just not She's not it for me. She's not it. But whenever they come back, the Beverly Hills gals, we're going to see what the fuck is going on with that. Erica is about to cuss out Denise's husband, Aaron, about something. So that'll be interesting. And um, let's see. Tonight, Below Deck, that's been interesting so far because... After they uh, let Lara go, well, actually, she quit. She didn't get fired, even though she should have gotten fired earlier. Like, I, if I was fucking Hannah, I would go to Captain Sandy and I would be like, listen, I'm about to fire this bitch because she is crazier than a bitch, okay? She is just uncontrollable, super attitude face, get off the boat type of attitude. I can't deal. But Lara's gone now. Captain Sandy being the leader that she is. Yes, badass honey. Calls up for a second stew to come in. And of course, we've seen her in past seasons. And guess what? Bugsy, people. Bugsy is back in the flesh. About to do the second stew. Okay? That sounded kind of funny, but that's not the type of shit that I was meaning. Get your head out of the gutter, people! So yeah, Bugsy comes back. And I do find it kind of interesting that the past couple seasons, I think it is, with the stuff that I finally watch. Because as I said before, I'm a recent newbie with the whole Below Deck thing. I find it interesting that they hired Bugsy and we learn in the past that Bugsy was Chief Stew on a boat somewhere else. Maybe once or a few times, who knows. But the same thing happened with Lara. She was on as second stew. That's the one that recently just left. And she came on as second stew. But we saw in her history that she had been chief stew before. So I do find that it is pretty genius of Bravo, or at least the casting directors, to see that because it allows that extra drama to kind of come out during the episodes. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of a bitch, okay? And this bitch does not want to be taking orders from anybody. Uh, let's just be a realistic gal, okay? I like to be my own boss. I don't want people coming up to me saying, do this, do that, do, especially if it's an attitude. Now, listen, I've worked in corporate America before, okay? And I know how to get along with people, but I don't really like if there is a tone delivered as far as doing a particular task. And if you're going to be talking to me in a condescending fashion, this bitch ain't going to like that. And let's just be real. No one in their right mind would want to deal with that shit. So I think with Lara and Bugsy, they had the experience of being top dog. Lara definitely didn't want to take any orders from Hannah, but I do have to say, I don't think Hannah was really that rude as far as saying, hey, Lara, do this task, do this task. It's whenever Lara wasn't responding, that's when Hannah was like, look, bitch, get your shit together. Let's do this thing. 
Now, let's see how Bugsy is going to act with Hannah. I know that Hannah's not that excited about it, but who knows? Maybe this will mend their relationship and maybe they can actually have a friendship because we see that Bugsy is pretty good friends with Malia. They've obviously kept in touch from the last charter that they did together. So maybe Malia will bring Bugsy and Hannah together because Malia's bunking with Hannah. So we'll just have to wait and uh, see how it pans out. So let's do a little bit of let the bravo. I find out. Now, obviously, the information that I get is usually from the Bravo website. So, but I also go on a couple different reality websites too. Now, let's just say people, we don't always know that if they're true or not. So just letting you know, that's the disclaimer here. If it's on bravotv.com, I'm pretty sure the shit is truthful and they're not making shit up. So we find out we have a health update on Andy. Obviously, we knew back in March he had COVID-19. He was diagnosed with a coronavirus and then he had to do the self quarantining for two weeks and the first time that he ended up doing the watch what happens live I totally saw it he definitely lost a bunch of weight he looks super frail but he gained all that shit back he looks great healthy yay 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 he revealed in an interview with extra that he had chest x-rays a few weeks ago and in that they found cloudiness in the lung and that is from the recovery of COVID I guess it's pretty common for people who have had the coronavirus and then when they're recovering and they're getting back I think it's pretty common to see that type of thing in the lung. We're just glad that you're better, Andy. Keep taking care of yourself as everyone else should be. Stay inside and all that shit. I'm like a broken record at this point with that. Anyways... I also think it's really, really cool because Watch What Happens Live through a wedding ceremony for two lucky people that got married. It was so cute and it was even better that Andy initiated the wedding, like, or officiated, not initiated, duh. He officiated the wedding, super, super cute, love it, and... He should do that like all the time, okay? And it's Pride Month and it was just perfect. I loved it. Yes. Also, with the continuation of Watch What Happens Live, come to find out. Shaws of Sunset, the reunion has been recorded virtually. It will be on Watch What Happens Live with Andy. And I found out that Gigi and Mike are really anticipating it because they had so many things they wanted to bring up from this whole ordeal that happened this season between Reza and MJ. So some of the things that were brought up. Gigi is expressing how some people are telling her on her social media that if Reza and MJ do rekindle their friendship, is Reza going to leave her and just be like, bye, bitch. MJ is my number one. He's kind of done that before in the past. He was like close with uh, Golnessa and then he would leave whenever MJ and him were cool. So some people are talking to her about that on social media. And if I was her, I I would be curious too. So she's thinking about that kind of shit. She's curious also, is Reza only her friend because he had the falling out with MJ? If you were to ask me, I wouldn't think that. I think this season Reza was really there for Golnessa through her whole IVF treatment. And I remember that one episode when they were just sitting down for dinner and Reza was talking to her about the whole Adam and MJ thing and the naked Jenga. And literally we had found out that Gigi just had a miscarriage and she literally just said it like, oh yeah, I was pregnant, but I lost the baby. And the way that she said it, like it totally 
took Reza back. Holy shit, Gigi, you're saying that, like, are you okay? So pretty intense. I don't think, I really do see a mutual, genuine relationship between the two of them. And I just hope that it continues, even if MJ and Reza do make up. But we will see that. And we'll definitely see the dynamic on the reunion, which I'm pretty anxious about. Other thing that I thought was interesting Mike really, and I agree with Mike on this, he wants to know why Reza isn't holding Adam any accountability for this whole situation. I mean, the whole fucking naked Jenga thing was started from Adam. Forget the Ari guy that kind of spread the shit and I guess MJ spread it to Ari and all this kind of stupid shit. Whatever. I don't even care about that anymore. The whole thing started. We know that Adam is a little... I guess kinky with his text messages with anyone that comes into his life that he feels close to. I find that a little interesting. Maybe he needs to go to therapy about it. I'm not sure, but it's a little odd. So I am agreeing with Mike and I want to know, Reza, why aren't you holding Adam accountability for his actions, you know, like, or even his words that he sends to people via text messages. I mean, should start at home first before you're attacking your friend. That's just my own opinion, especially it's your own marriage. Doesn't make sense to me. I'm curious on how Rez is going to um, approach that and how he's going to answer it. Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. I don't know when the reunion is going to be aired, but whenever I find out, I'll let you guys know. Ooh, now moving on, when I saw this heading, oh, my heart like almost sank to my butt to my foot, okay? I did not know what to think. I see the big title and it says, Carl Radke introduces us to his daughter Alexis. And I was like, oh, Carl from Summerhouse, I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Carl had a fucking baby with, first of all, we don't know who because he has like girlfriends for like two weeks and then they don't talk to him about something. Then he's like, oh, we broke up, blah, 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 blah. So when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, got to read this article. Hello. Oh, bravo. You did it to me again. You made my heart thump. What are you thinking? I love you for it. Oh, keeping me on my toes. Guys, he calls his daughter Alexis because guess why? He bought a motherfucking Lexus. Okay, so that's his daughter. I was slightly relieved when I saw that and slightly angry at the same time. I literally went through a lot of emotions when I read that. I really did. I was like, oh, I can't believe I had a girl. Like, this is crazy. Like, I'm excited, but I'm confused. And then whenever I felt like I was being April fooled and it's fucking June, I was like, what the hell? I don't get this. So yeah, Carl from Summerhouse, he has a Lexus. He bought one. Good for you. Cool. You call it a Lexus. That's your daughter. <laughs> okay. Now in some other Bravo news, the Vanderpump crew, okay, saw that... There are thousands and thousands of people petitioning to get Kristen and Stassi to return to the Vanderpump Rules cast after their racism scandal with Faith. It was Faith Stowers, I think her name is. I could be wrong with the last name, but her name's Faith. Okay, she's the one that fucked Jax whenever she, um, Jax was dating Britney. Do we remember that season? Holy shit, that was fucked up. But anyways, people are petitioning for Stassi and Kristen to come back to the crew. Will that happen? I don't know. Should it happen? I don't know. I don't think. Because honestly, 
I, I just don't think so. I think, you know, it is what it is. They got fired. Go get on with your life. You know what I mean? I'm not really sure if that's even going to happen, that they're going to rehire. If they did rehire them again, I honestly feel like the show is on its way out. That's even before this whole thing happened with Stassi and Kristen and those two dudes that Brett, Max, whatever. I think the show was on its way out. And I think that was part of the reason why they hired these new people that weren't really that interesting. So we'll see. We'll see if they do that Even if they do end up getting rehired, I really don't see the show going on for the next five years at all. I mean, Stassi's fucking five months pregnant, I believe. So once she has a kid, she's not going to be on TV. She's got to take care of the damn kid. I'm just saying. I don't know. We'll see if that is an actual thing that will happen or not. I'll be interested to see the outcome. Now, moving on to my gal pals, New York ladies. Ooh, someone just texted me. Who is that? Okay. All right. So Elise, she is the one that took my girl Barbara. She took Barbara's spot as being the number one guest of the show. Not the number one guy of the group like Jax Taylor. She's the number one guest on The Real Housewives of New York. So she opens up, and I saw this on a reality website. She's opening up about how she had a falling out with Ramona, apparently. I fucking didn't even see that in these past episodes, any of their energy. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? So they had a falling out, apparently. Elise just said, yeah, Ramona, she just started icing me out. And she didn't really have an explanation of why she was doing it. And I tried to confront her and she just like backed away and she just avoided me. And Elise was telling Heather McDonald that on her podcast, but she also goes and she throws a little bit of shade to Leah, which I'm not really down with because Leah's my bitch. Okay. She is my girl. Bitch being a good thing. Okay. She said that basically Leah is ruining the OG sexy because she's almost 30 years younger than some of the women like Ramona, because I think Ramona's in her 60s. Leah's about 37 or something. Oh, she's like my age. We should hang, girl. I'm not 37, but I'm, I'm like closer to 37. Anyways, not that you guys give a fuck, but that's okay. So I'm not really liking what she said about Miss Leah. I think she's just a little jelly because she's not in her 30s anymore. But like, honestly, who the fuck cares how old you are? As long as you carry yourself cool and you're like fun to be with and you're not an asshole fuck face. I'm cool with you. Okay. I'm not like Max from Vanderpump Rules and I'm good off you. I'm good off you. I'm not like that. The girls ain't like that. I'm not really sure why they're having a falling out. I don't know what was said. It was a little bit more, uh, it was a little open as far as the article was concerned that I read. There wasn't any particular point that they were really nailing down. Yeah, so Ramona and Elise, they have a falling out. Maybe they'll talk about it at the reunion, whenever that will be. Because I would say we only have half the season done with the New York ladies. And I'm just excited to see Leah look at Ramona and or Sonia and say, bitch, I elevate the group. Yes. Yes, honey. Leo, you're my muse. I want to be just like you. Although I don't really know how to do like the clothing line thing, but I do definitely say we have similar tastes of the way that we dress. Very athleisure-y honey. Back to a Vanderpump person, Sheena Shea. Oh, this was crazy. I didn't even know that this happened, but she revealed that she had a miscarriage. I mean, damn. (sighs) She recently said that on her podcast 
I thought it was crazy because I guess doctors told her that it would be really difficult for her to get pregnant naturally. And that's why she did the the in vitro, the freezing of the eggs. So she did go on by saying, yeah, she had a miscarriage, but she's trying to think positively about it. Now she knows that she was at least able to get pregnant on her own. And that was a miracle in itself. So totally heart goes out to you, Sheena, about that. That is really, I'm sure it's a tough thing to go through. And uh, we're thinking of you. And at this point, just uh, keep trying, you know. Now, this is the thing that I wanted to talk about last week, but I totally missed time and I just didn't do it. So yeah, with reality shows, you see on Survivor, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Real World, Road Rules, you get all these motherfucking castmates back together, the ones that the people really liked, and then they have like the all-star cast, right? So Survivor All-Star. I don't even know if that was a real thing, but I never watched Survivor because, ew, but I did find out that Chelsea from Southern Charm was on it. Yeah, girl, you're badass. Cameron from Southern Charm was also in the real world New York whenever it was back in New York because they did it twice there I think. So yeah they had real world road rules kind of combined together to do like the challenge show and you got the kids from all like both of those different shows from different cities. I think we need to be doing that with our housewives. I would call it real housewives all-star Addition. You can only pick seven through any of the franchises, okay? So if you want to just decide your seven people from one franchise, do you, boo. Do you. But you have the choice between, let's see, Jersey, New York, Potomac, Bobby, Atlanta, Dallas, the OC, and Beverly Hills. And eventually Salt Lake City, but who the fuck knows whenever that's going to premiere. For me, my seven. I mean, I really had to think about it. I love Jersey. Um, Out of the three that I talk about, like Jersey, New York, or Potomac, Jersey is probably the last on my list. My Potomac and New York girls are definitely the tops for me. Thinking about if I had to choose, well, I honestly, I wouldn't be able to choose anyone from Dallas because I don't really watch it because I don't think they're that interesting to me. I'm just like not into them. So sorry. But if I had to choose one from each uh, franchise, this is not the actual roster of girls that I picked, but I'm just thinking about it now and I'm doing it on the spot. So if I had to take someone from Jersey, it would probably be Teresa because why not? Teresa's great. She would bring a lot to the show. She would flip those tables. You prostitute whore. Um, okay. From New York. Oh my God, that is so hard between Sonia and Ramona and Dorinda. Oh shit. I honestly feel like I'd probably take Ramona because there's never a dull moment with her. Like she is just, she's on even whenever she doesn't know that she's on, if she's even there at all. So yeah, I, I, I'd probably choose Ramona. I, I probably, she would be like, hey, Teresa, my name's Ramona. And I, I live in New York City, but I've seen you before because you know what? We're, we're, we're like going to be girlfriends. All right. So Teresa Ramona, um, from Potomac. <laughs> Hello. Giselle, honey, that's not even, that's not even a question. Giselle, number one. Yes, yes, yes. Ugh. Okay. So let's see. Atlanta. Hmm. Atlanta. That's hard for me too because Nini is amazing, but I really, really love Candy. 
And Kenya's just good for the fucking drama. But shit, there's Cynthia too. I really like Cynthia. Ah, damn it. This is hard. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. I'd probably take Nini because she's OG. She's been there ever since. It started with Atlantis. She's an original peach. You got to take her. Now... If we're looking at OC, you got to go with Vicki Gunvalson. You know why? Because she started the show. She started Andy Cohen's job. Hello. Do we remember from the reunion? <laughs> yeah. Vicky, OC. Now, Beverly Hills, pff, no question. My girl, Erica Jane. She is the person. She is the woman, honey. Let me, let me, let me say that one more time. Each woman from each franchise. The one that I would take. So, Jersey, Teresa, New York, Ramona, Potomac, Giselle. Ooh, this could be like a little song. I can feel the rhythm here. Atlanta, Nini, OC Vicky, Gunville Sin, Beverly Hills, Erica Jane. Ooh, is that seven? New York, Jersey, Potomac, Atlanta, Beverly Hills, OC. That's six. Okay, so if I had one extra pick and I could pick anyone, ooh, I would probably pick... Let's see. Probably pick Sonia because I love the bitch. She's great. So Sonia, you'd be on it too. So I take two New York women. Um, For me, my ultimate, 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 I would choose Giselle, obviously. I want to be like Giselle when I grow up and I'm already an adult, but like I need to be like her now. So Giselle, call me. I need to like interview you and just know about how I can be living my best life by learning from you because you are a badass woman. So Giselle would be one. Sonia, obviously. Candy from Atlanta. Now I said with my other decision, Nini, yes. Um, but I don't, I, I have such a soft spot for Candy. I love her. I think she is such an inspiration as far as the businesses that she's running. And she's just a badass. And I think a lot of women should strive and look up to her because she is really doing it. And she's just, she's inspirational to me. So that's why I chose her. And then Erica, because she's also a badass bitch. And she's the same thing. I mean, the girl was on Chicago. Hello. Not on Chicago. She was in Chicago. But y'all get what I'm saying. The other one that I would pick, Shannon Storms Bador Honey. It was you. It was you. Top of the morning to ya. Shannon Bador, I would pick you too. And then lastly, Ramona, because let's face it, Ramona is, she's it. She's just it. I don't even know what it is, but she's it, okay? So, there you have it. Giselle, Sonia, Candy, Erica, Kelly. Oh, shit. I totally didn't even say her name. Kelly Dodd. I would pick her, too. I would. Because she stirs the shit pot all the time. She really does. And she gets herself into trouble, which is not good. But some of the trouble she gets into sometimes, sometimes it's good for the show. And it's entertaining as hell. And I appreciate it. I also can relate to Kelly in a way. She is a very reactive person, such as myself. So I do find a little bit of myself in Kelly Dodd. And um, I'll say it one more time. Giselle, Sonia, Candy, Erica, Kelly, Shannon, Ramona. Is that seven? One, two, three. Yeah, that's seven. Here's my question, everyone. I want to know who your all-star cast would be. Let me know. Seven women you get to choose from. As I said before, 
if you want to just choose Housewives of Atlanta. That's it. I don't want anyone else. Totally do that. I think that's awesome because they're all killer. But if you want to take one here, one there, one here, I love that too. Let's have a dialogue on Instagram, shall we? Who is your Real Housewives all-star cast honey from any of the franchises, even Dallas too. And anyone who chooses Dallas, inform me a little bit about why you chose them because I don't really know them. I, I need to watch the damn show. I need to see if I can stream it or something. So yeah, let's have that dialogue on Instagram and I think that would be super great. I would have to say next time I have more people on my show because that's up and coming, honey. I'm going to ask their opinions too on who their all-star cast would be. So definitely... Tune in, participate with that. I'm excited to hear all of your answers. And yeah, let's just get this show on the road. They really should do that. I mean, I know they did a Fuller House show. Never watched it. But they should definitely do that with Housewives. They should at least try it at least once. Fans should probably like, that's a really good idea, I think. Fans should vote on who they'd want to see. And then Bravo should at least do... I don't know, like a, what's that show called? Like Big Brother or whatever the fuck it is. They should do something like that and do it for like seven episodes just so we can see the dynamic. I think that would be fabulous. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. I really can't wait for your thoughts and opinions on who your all-star cast is. I'm super, super ready for that. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, Tell your friends about the podcast. Tell your family all that shit that I say all the time. Like and subscribe. Give me a good review here, people. We want to get the word out about Bravo East Coast Housewives. So tell everyone you know. And then people who don't know about Bravo, inform them. Because you know you want to. I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. And we will be sitting here again on Monday, honey. And we will be continuing the dish that we dish out. Have a great weekend, guys. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.